0: Um, um, now or afterwards, or you can also just give online. That is a preferred method for many, uh, including my own family as well, and uh, that is available to you or even through text 84321. And all of our contributions go toward building up the kingdom of God here at Imago Church. And um, just as we prepare today for our time of message, We just want to be able to just acknowledge um, each one of us here and how we show up this morning, And, um, and really we just want to bring all of ourselves to the Lord this morning. So anything that we may be going through right now, we just want to pause, we want to pray, and we want to give it to the Lord. And today we're going to be starting a series called Timeless Truths where we're going to be reflecting on the songs of the Bible, especially in the Psalms, that can be our strength, our refuge during all seasons of life. And I know right now all of us are going through all kinds of things. We have folks within our church who are traveling, folks within our church who are sick, others who are just navigating a number of changes But we're going to to hold on to the God who doesn't change, to the timeless truths that go beyond circumstance, that go beyond situation. And that's what we're going to be doing together. And those will be the songs that we sing together during this summer. And yeah, just grateful for everyone that's here, both in person and online. Uh, The summer season in the Valley in particular, as you know, it gets really hot. So what do people do? they get out right and they find ways to just go to the coast travel do all kinds of things and we experience this every single summer um and that's it's exciting for us because we actually get into a summer rhythm we change things up a little bit in june july and august where we actually go beyond just listening and responding to the word of god but we take a step after that whereas a community we engage the word of god And when we're in a more intimate, close setting, we have an opportunity to go deeper with God, deeper with each other, and engage God's word in another way as well. When we take time, again, not just to receive, but also to sharpen one another throughout the summer um, in uh, this more uh, intimate setting, and we try creative things as well. And you'll be seeing some of that today and through July and August as well. But uh, today, we're, as I mentioned, we're going to kick off this series of teaching through the month of June that we're calling Timeless Truths, which are the timeless truths that we find through the songs of the Bible. And today, we'll be looking specifically at Psalm 63. And Psalm 63 is really a raw and unfiltered type of song, a song where where the, the psalmist David, he really just pours everything out Le dice toda la verdad a Dios. he just tells all the truth to god the truth that he's afraid of the truth that he's uncertain of all of his insecurities all of his frustrations he just brings it before the lord in psalm 63 and he uh, psalm 63 was written while david was actually in the desert and what is the desert what does that represent the desert is a place of uncertainty a place of not knowing the path ahead, a place of feeling alone or deserted, a place where it feels like there is no one left except God, and that is enough. Who's ever been there before? Who's been in a season of desert? Then this psalm is for you. This psalm is a timeless truth that you can hold on to. So let's go ahead and open up our Bibles to Psalm 63. And that will be our text for this morning. La Escritura de hoy el libro de Salmos, capítulo 63. And uh, we all go ahead and read it for us in English, but you can go ahead and follow along either in person or online, in Spanish or in your heart language as well. Psalm 63, again, a psalm of David when he was in the desert of Judah. And we're actually just going to read Psalm 63, 1 through 8. So I will begin now. Let's hear now with open ears and open hearts from the word of God. Psalm 63 beginning at verse 1. You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water, I have seen you in the sanctuary. And beheld your power and your glory, because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you, God. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name I will lift up my hands. Verse 5 I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you because these psalms are not just words that we read, Lord, but they're words of life. You, God, are our God, and we seek you. We thirst for you. Lord, when everything else seems dry and when we feel deserted and cut off and isolated, we have you, Lord God, just as the psalmist says here, because your love is better than than life. So we will glorify you, God. We will praise you as long as we live. And in and in your name we lift up our hands, God. We will be fully satisfied in you, God. Thank you that you are our helper. You never just leave us alone. You never just abandon us, God. So we sing, Lord, and even in those moments when we feel that that's that challenge, that frustration, that stress in the hot desert. You are our shade, Lord God, and we sing in the shadow of your wings. So we hold on to you, Lord God. Meet us this morning right where we're at. Be with those, Lord, who are grieving and challenged today, Lord. We continue to lift up those within the church family, God. In specific, we continue to lift up our dear brother and friend and leader here at Imago, Ruben Madrid, Lord, as he just continues to navigate, Lord, this time of of um, of recovery and surgery, Lord. Be with him your, with your presence, God. May he be able to hold on to even this timeless truth, Lord God, that you are with him. Be with the family as well, God. With Liz, with with the, 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 the grandkids and the children, Lord, with all of them. Hold them all together, Lord, with all those that they impact. And, Lord, also for those that are, are um, navigating challenges, Lord, for those that are in the hospital right now, God, um, on behalf of our community or connected to our community, we intercede for them this morning, Lord Jesus. Be with them. Be their strength. Be their hope, Lord God, in a hopeless situation. And God, we also rejoice and we celebrate this morning knowing that you are doing amazing and good things in and through this community, Lord. We celebrate graduations, we celebrate transitions, we celebrate new chapters, new beginnings, new birth, new life, God. You are doing it all. And Lord, thank you that we are a community that rejoices and a community that grieves a community that experiences deep love, Lord, and gives you all of our pain as well, God. So Lord, we love you, we trust you, and may this Psalm 63 not only be something that we read and then forget about, but may it be a timeless truth that we hold on to in all seasons. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. So the psalmist, King David, is a man who's described in in several ways, but one of the ways that he's described in the Bible and in the New Testament, some of you know what it is. What is it? David is a man after God's own heart. And just as all men and women of God who seek after the heart of God, if you've been that, you, just like David, will live an abundant life. And David in the Psalms experienced abundance. What is abundance? Sometimes we think abundance is just a a whole lot of one thing, right? But abundance is really a whole lot of everything. Abundance is what David experienced in the Psalms. He experienced seasons of true love and seasons of deep pain. True love and deep pain. That's part of the abundant life for men and women and women that seek after the heart of God. So if you've experienced both true love and true pain, that's the abundant life. That's part of what God invites us into. And his promise is to be with us no matter what in all seasons. And Psalm 63 is a song of David in the desert, of David in a place in the wilderness, in the unknown. He's feeling everything someone would feel in the desert. He is hungry. He is anxious. He's afraid. He's thirsty. He's unsure of what is next. Does any of that sound familiar to any of us? Seasons, Seasons in the desert. When David doesn't know what to do, he does a few things. He pauses, he prays, and he worships. When David doesn't know what to do, he pauses, he prays, and he worships. So friends, brothers, sisters, when we don't know what to do next, may we learn to pause, to pray, and to worship. I remember one... Time and I've, I've shared this example with some of us here before, but um, when I really learned this, when this became concrete and real, it was actually in, a, in an experience that I had way back um, the first time I was in East Africa when I was a, a college student, um, when Charlotte and I were doing mission together. That's where she's from, that's where she studied, and that's where we did this first mission together. And in Uganda, Uganda back in 2007, Um, We were on this joint mission team, and um, we needed to actually catch a ferry to an island in order to continue our journey. But when we arrived on the bus, we were with this whole team of about 30 people, we arrived on the dock, and we could see our ferry, the boat that we needed to be on in order to get to our campsite that night. We saw that boat just sailing away, and there was nothing we could do about it. It was just gone And I, along with the other American Christians, we kind of just began to panic, to get frustrated, to get a little bit worried and anxious, or just try to uh, make phone calls. There was no cell phone reception, none of that. And we were just thinking, what do we need to do to fix this situation? What do we need to do to just get out of this situation? Then Charlotte, along with some of our friends, some of our Ugandan Christian friends, which included uh, Charlotte at the time, they just stopped us, the entire uh, group of American Christians, and they said, okay, hold on, hold on. Before we do anything else, let's pause and let's pray. What? To an American Christian, right? It's like, well, what, what do you mean? How is that helping this situation? Let's just pause and let's pray right now. Let's pause and pray. Let's just come before the Lord. Let's give this to God. We don't know what to do. Let's just pause, let's pray, and let's worship. After praying, we, we sang a song. And, of course, God does what God always does, and God made a way. Our anxiety added nothing to the solution there. But we ended up where we needed to go, but we had to learn to pause, to pray, and worship. And we sang a song that night, and I'll never forget it. It was uh, there in, in a remote area, disconnected, cut off from everything. And we sang a song that's uh, one of uh, Charlotte's family songs. They have family hymns that they sing every night together as a family, and it's Great is Thy Faithfulness. Some of you know that song. It says, Great is Thy Faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with Thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, your hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto You and I, we're the people of God, we're God's family, we're a worshiping community, and the worshiping community is a singing community. We're a people who gain our strength from the joy of the Lord. We are a people who sing in all seasons, in the abundant seasons, in the seasons of deep love, in the seasons of deep joy, but also in the seasons of deep pain. And sorrow. We are a people who sing in all seasons, in times of happiness, where everything feels like it's flowing and going along the way we would like it to, but we also sing in times of sadness, disappointment, and when everything just feels upside down or disoriented. Now, today I'm going to share a little bit about Psalm 63 and then together. I want to ask us to really engage the Word of God throughout this summer, to really go deep into the psalms. Have that be a part of your prayer routine every morning, to pray on a psalm, to sing a psalm. Go ahead this week and go back to reading Psalm 63 slowly, verse by verse. Pray it, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you within it and reflect on the scriptures here. Meditate on it and and on the word of God. Use it to sharpen one another, to encourage one another, to build each other up. And then each week during the month of June, we're going to be having a special a special uh, song. Or in the past, we've even had special poems, other expressions of worship. Well, so we'll have that special uh, song um dur- during this time of message. And then I'll conclude us together by praying. So that's really part of what this month will look like as we're reflecting on God's timeless truths through the songs that we sing, especially in the Psalms and in the songs of the Bible. So when we think about the Bible, really, um, I've, I've shared some of this before with us, but the per- what, what is the Bible and what is the purpose of the Bible and why is the book with the most chapters in the entire Bible, the Psalms? How is it that at the heart of the of the Bible we find the heart of God in the Psalms? Every single human emotion we will find in the Psalms. Well, the the one one of the the best explanations that I have of what the Bible is and what the role of the Bible is in our lives and building up our faith is that the word of God reveals the God of the word. We don't just read the Bible to mark precious promises, although there are hundreds of them, and we don't only just read the Bible to understand biblical doctrine. Yes, that is essential doctrine, and those, com- those uh, learning points are absolutely important, but we read the Bible to get to know the heart of God and the mind of God. We read the Bible to get to know the heart of God and the mind of God, because the better that we know God, the better that we can enjoy God and serve God. And in the Psalms, God reveals His heart to us. He reveals his, his, uh, through, through, his pe- through the, the songs that His people sing. The Bible is a living link between us and God. And in fact, the, the style in which the Bible was written and a lot of um, the, the Psalms were written is in what is called um, ancient Jewish meditative literature, where the end in mind of this type of writing is not just information, but it's closeness to God through faith and through, tru- and through trust. Again, there's a lot of information, a lot of inspiration in the Bible, but that is not the, the end in mind. The point of the Bible is not just that, but the point and the purpose of the Bible is, is for us to draw closer to God, to the heart of God and the mind of God, in order to experience transformation. La palabra de Dios nos puede transformar. In fact, the Bible is, is the written word of God that serves as a living link between us and God. As we meditate on his word, we become transformed. We become made new. He gives us new hearts, new minds, new thoughts through these timeless truths. These timeless truths that have been proclaimed and sung generation after generation and will be proclaimed and sung the generations after us. We're just a part of a much bigger story. But again, what these timeless truths in the Bible and in the Psalms specifically, what they have the power to do is they have the power to refocus our thinking because refocused thinking leads to renewed lives. Refocused thinking leads to transformed lives. That's why we're taking time this month to pray through the songs of the Bible and to sing these songs of timeless truth, because worship has the power to refocus our thinking. The key to spiritual maturity, is not perfection. We just spent a whole month, a whole two months, uh, learning about spiritual maturity. And the key to growing in Christ, to becoming a a mature disciple is not perfection, but the key is consistency. Consistent routine. Showing up before God and seeing God show off in your life and show up in tremendous ways, being consistent. You know, just a little bit of of me. I and I I uh, again um, have been able now 20 years plus in Christ. But what has made the biggest difference of my life and I have have um, learned from some of the greatest teachers, learned some of the read some of the greatest books, um, done all of that stuff but probably what has made the most impact in my spiritual journey has been my morning and evening routine, which includes prayer, reflection on God's Word, and then listening to three to five praise and worship songs throughout the day. And it makes the most difference, especially when I don't want to do it, especially when I want to just give in to, oh, I just want to do my own thing right now when I'm I'm on a drive, or on a walk, or with a headphone, all of that can shape and impact us. Because if we don't allow the word of God, or the timeless truths in worship songs to shape us, something else or someone else will. That's the truth. Whether it's a preferred uh, TV or social media platform or talk radio host or whatever it may be, something or someone will shape us. We have the choice to allow that to be the Word of God. When we pause, when we pray, when we worship through these timeless truths, because here's the truth, a lot of us are gifted, a lot of us have a um, huge impact, have huge ways to contribute But at the end of the day, it's going to be our habits that transform us. Our habits and our routines are what will transform us. More than just the grand performance or the grand ability or gift, but our habits are what transform us. So I want to encourage us in the month of June, begin with prayer. Empiecen con oración. Ask God to help you develop a routine a morning and evening, or one or the other. You can do both, or one or the other. The main thing is just start. And it doesn't need to be a one hour, two hours blocked off kind of routine. It can begin with five minutes. And you will see that those five minutes, God will do incredible things with that. But a few minutes, uh, you know, preferably 10, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that, with that can be a routine that includes pausing, Receiving God's word, prayer, and worship. And that can be any kind of thing. We have in, in, on, on Spotify, we have several playlists for the church, the songs that we sing here. You can just go on that. You can uh, listen to those. You can t- make a playlist of your own. But there are so many incredible ways. And we can give you examples throughout the month of how you can do that. But you can begin with just pausing, praying, and worshiping. So that's part of my encouragement for this month, that we ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in developing a routine, a morning and evening or one or the other, routine where we can connect with God, where we can pause, pray, receive God's word and worship. So be praying and I'm not being so specific about it because I know the Holy Spirit will guide you in the way that works best for you and your personality and your schedule but i'll we will definitely be giving examples throughout the rest of the month but we're a people who sing timeless truths in all seasons in the best of times and also in the worst of times the people of god sing songs because the purpose of the word of god is to know the God of the word, to refocus our thinking as we go deeper into the heart and into the mind of God. So that's what we're doing together in the month of June. We are refocusing and we're being refreshed by God's timeless truths. Truths that we can hold on to in all times and in all seasons. You know, in this passage, we read about a song of David in the desert. And yes, David was a man after God's own heart. But the Bible doesn't shy away from telling the truth about David, which is the fact that he was an imperfect leader. He was an imperfect leader, yet he still led songs of praise and he pointed people to the salvation of God. Anyone that knows about the life of David, which is found in the Old Testament, in the books of 1st and 2nd Samuel and 1st and 2nd Chronicles and also throughout the Psalms, you know that David was not called because he was qualified, but God qualified his call, as we love to say here at Imago. David actually messed up a lot as a leader. And the Bible doesn't try to hide that or sugarcoat that. He messed up a lot as a leader, as an individual one thing he did do is he held on and he trusted the living God that would never let go of him. And again, how did he hold on? Probably not because of his amazing gifts, but because of his consistency and routine. He held on to the God who would never let go of him. David serves as the second king, served as the second king of the Israelites. And the kingship of David is very important in understanding the story of God's salvation. It was actually through the lineage of David that our Lord, our Savior, and our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, would be born. That's why in the New Testament, it refers to Jesus as the son of David. It was part of the same lineage, the same royal lineage even there. David experienced many times of hardship, But he trusted God with a radical faith, with what we've called here at Imago, a no matter what kind of faith. And in this song, In the Desert, David shares his fears. He gives praises and he thanks God through his season in the desert, through times of trouble, where all he sees is just obstacle after obstacle, challenge after challenge, where all he feels is just thirst, hunger, lacking, and he just sees desert in every single direction. You know, some of us can relate to desert-like conditions, especially this week and last week. Um, This week, right, over 75 million Americans this week are going to be experiencing desert-like conditions, triple digits for us Um, triple digits that go, you know, 105, 110 in some places. I saw Death Valley and Palm Springs, 113. So we're going to be part of that desert-like heat wave through these past couple of days and in the week to come. But in that misery, in those desert-like conditions, David did not just calculate and immediately strategize on how to fix his situation or how to get out of it, He didn't just obsess with controlling others or controlling some kind of narrative. No, in the desert, David paused, he prayed, and he worshiped. Through the songs of the Bible, which point to God's timeless truths, we can get words and inspiration for how to pray and how to discover God's presence in the desert like conditions, in the desert seasons, in our lives, in the good times and in the bad times. We learn how to sing when singing would be the last practical or where worship would be the last strategic thing to do. So, in those times when we have no words, in those seasons where all we have is tears, confusion, and questions, when we're in the desert, when you're in the desert, when you feel isolated, uncomfortable, and alone, friends, brothers, sisters, don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give in to the discouragement. Stand and sing or for some of us, learn to kneel and sing. We can pray we can, the timeless truths that we proclaim throughout these songs of praise, these songs of worship. So yes, we sing every, in every season and every single Sunday and, and every day for that reason, so that these timeless truths would shape us, would become a part of our very being. Songs of worship will inspire us to live the songs that we sing. When we're speechless, these timeless truths through the songs of worship that we have memorized, those songs of praise give, those songs of praise give us words for how to pray and enter into God's presence when we don't know how to or when we don't feel like it. Let's pause and ask ourselves how is God shaping us? What is God doing? through this this experience of, of pausing, praying, and worshiping. Here at this worship service that we come together every single Sunday to gather, build each other up, to send us out for God's purposes. In the worship church, in the worship service of the church, this is an event where, you know, we do all kinds of things. Yes, we fellowship, we enjoy, we have conversation, but really in this worship service, the Holy Spirit is up to something. The Holy Spirit descends upon God's people here, and makes makes uh, m- makes witnesses and makes new life out of old old hearts. He makes us into new people. How does He do that? Through something called the means of grace. That's why Sunday service is essential, is important. If you want to grow in your closest and intimacy with God, you cannot forsake the gathering in worship. That's what it says in the New Testament. Why? Because of this. That's called the means of grace. When we come together as God's people and we pray, when we hear God's word through preaching, and when we we praise and worship, that's when the Holy Spirit is doing something new. That's when he is making new hearts out of old hearts. So that's my encouragement to us and even may Sunday be part of our routine. Yes, we all have our daily routine, but may our worship together as the gathered community be part of our spiritual formation and spiritual routine. Because the songs that we sing invite us to a much bigger story. And just as David was leading us to sing songs in the desert today, Our great King Jesus is inviting us to sing a song of praise, to sing a song of deliverance to the living Lord in response to his great love, in response to his presence, his power, his promises in our lives, in response to his great salvation, in response to his goodness, because he always makes a way in the desert. So learn to pause, pray, and worship, and wait. He will make a way. Even when we feel isolated, even when we feel alone and deserted, when things feel impossible, God makes a way. Because nothing is impossible for Him. He will make a pathway in the desert He will provide nourishment in what seems like an isolated or desolated place. With God, nothing is impossible. That's why we sing. That's why we sing God's timeless truths. In all seasons, we still sing to a God who has the power to make a way in the desert. We sing to a God who provides living water when we are thirsty to a God who takes us through what feels like the impossible challenge in front of us. So what does it take to join and to be part of the chorus and sing these timeless truths? Now it's not vocal lessons, thank the Lord. But we get in tune with these timeless truths when we come to trust God more than we trust in ourselves. When we trust God, the creator, more than we trust in anything created. That is how we get in tune with these songs. When we surrender, when we yield, when we trust God more than we do in other people, situations, or circumstances. So here in our worship services, we have the opportunity to do that every single week. Because to trust God is to be honest with God to be vulnerable with God, to go that next level in worship, through meditating on God's Word, through building this routine, and through just letting go. I mean, that's even the act of when we raise our hands, which this psalm says, right? I will lift my hands up to the Lord. That's an act of yielding, of surrender, but also of honesty and vulnerability before God. God created the gift of music, Because music is the only thing that can really touch our hearts and shape us and impact us without our permission. Music and praise is a way that we can experience a direct connection between our hearts and the heart of the living God. Praise and worship is an invitation to trust in God's timeless truths. Songs of the Bible point to these timeless truths of God. There are songs of good news and restoration and there are songs of, of, uh, of sorrow as well, but the living God invites us to sing those songs in all seasons because the songs that we sing have the power to influence our lives almost like nothing else does. The songs that we sing have the power to influence our lives almost like nothing else does. So along with trusting the Lord, this song of praise invites us to praise God in all seasons and to just let go and worship. So we'll, as we prepare for a special this morning and and conclude our time with praise and worship, I just want to read the first four verses of this psalm once again. Psalm 63 one to four. You can meditate on it. You can see it up in the projector screen as well. Make it your song today. Make it your timeless truth. You, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water, I have seen you. In the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life my lips will glorify you i will praise you as long as i live and in your name i will lift up my hands so my my hope and my prayer for us this week because remember in june we're going beyond just hearing. We're engaging the word of God proactively. This week, would may we be reminded of God's timeless truths. Would we take on this next step and develop a morning or an evening spiritual routine that involves pausing, praying, and praising God through worship, which point to God's timeless truths. And as you read the Psalms, ask yourself, what does this say about God? What does this say about people? What is God inviting me into with this word? How is this song calling me to refocus my thinking? How is this Psalm, this passage, pointing to one of God's timeless truths? What is God doing new in my life? What pathway is He going to make for me in the desert that I'm going through? So as we reflect on that of God being God in all seasons, in the desert, but also in the storms of our lives, we're going to invite our team to come up and they're going to um, go ahead and lead us in this song. Make it your prayer this um, this, e- this morning, and this will be um, ha- the way that we conclude our, our time of message, and then we will conclude with worship. So let's go ahead and trust in the Lord this morning and, um, and we will get ready for just this, this final song together. And you can go ahead and just remain seated or stand or any way that the, that the Lord um, may prepare you to just meditate and receive. You can close your eyes just right where you are. You can trust in Him to make a way in all seasons, in the deserts and in the storms of our.